Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another episode uh, uh, of Shit's Weird, bro. Okay, good thing you said that because I'm pretty sure that's trademarked by Bruce Buffer. But he's dead. Did he not die? Bruce, the, the UFC one. The UFC Buffer. Doesn't his brother do the stuff now? Pretty sure Bruce Buffer is dead. No. I don't know if it's Bruce Buffer. I'm, I'm sorry. I have to stop the episode right here. No. <laughs> Who's the one that does UFC? It's not. I don't think it's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer is the. Let's get ready to. I'll not say the rest of that because I'm pretty sure it's trademarked. Same thing with the UFC. That that's trademarked as well. Ooh, Bruce Buffer is not dead. I'm yeah. So sorry, yeah. Bruce. I know that you are but a you second said... degree black belt in Tang Soo Do and a green belt in Judo. Oh, he'll fuck you up. But Michael Buffer. Yeah, does he's the. the let's get ready. UFC. He, no, Michael Buffer. No. Or no, wait, no. No, Michael Bruce Buffer does UFC. And Michael Buffer is the boxing. Yeah. Let's get ready to. That's right. That's him. Michael Buffer does boxing and pro wrestling. Yeah, and it's time for shit's it's weird, bro. Time. Is yeah. That's yeah. that's Bruce Buffer. TM. Uh, yeah, TM. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this episode of shit's weird, bro, brought to you by. Brought to you by. You pronounce that. Lefroig. 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 Uh, ten year. Tastes like eating wood. It tastes like eating smoke. What's Drink, our drinking what, smoke? What's our uh, tagline for this one? Uh, Lefroy. Lefroy. Smoky. Sure is. You like it though? I do like I it. I do. I do like it's it. It's different. Delicious. Anyways, we're talking about how Marilyn Monroe was a Soviet spy and was killed because they figured out she was a Soviet uh, uh, double agent. What? Yeah, that's that's what we're that, talking about today, right? Don't drop the bomb on me already. No, I just made that up. I have no hot clue. shit. <laughs> I just made that up. I okay. Yeah, let yeah. me. Anyways, let's start the episode. We're talking, talking about Marilyn Monroe because you may not know about the woman Marilyn Monroe. Santa you, baby. Everyone has a picture in their brain of what Marilyn Monroe looks hot. like. Right? Standing over a grate, holding her cooch while the skirt goes up. That's or the whatever. one, or the one where she's sitting, or, sitting down, like with her pushing in the middle of her skirt, with her boobs kind of yeah, 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 pushed together, All hunkered together. Yeah. My wife has a, a picture of her in her room. Oh, okay, gotcha. Not that my wife I that and I have different, different rooms, but she gets ready in a certain room of the house that has. We won't go there. Whatever. She has uh, a giant walk-in closet. Whatever. Well, Marilyn Monroe's actual name is Norma Jean Mortensen. Norma is, Jean is not my love. Oh, yeah. is that the words? No, no oh. I don't think so. Okay. But that's a, not, I mean, glad she changed it to Marilyn Monroe for a stage name, for sure. And a pseudonym. Yep. Uh, she was famous for playing comedic uh, blonde bombshell characters. And she became one of the most popular sex symbols of the 1950s and early 60s. Yep. Um, she was... And how times have changed because Marilyn Monroe... I feel like she was a trendsetter as far as like changing that era's attitude towards sexuality. Yeah, but I, I'm talking about like how times have changed towards the... Because she was considered like the most beautiful woman of her time. And standards of beauty are exactly kind that's of what really I'm saying. subjective and change but all the time. Now it's out there to where you got to be like this beanpole with with 
tits, you know, pretty much like super, super skinny with tits. But back then, Marilyn Monroe was like your everyday gal, but she was she was hot. You know what I mean? She like could she, get it. She didn't have the best body, but it was pretty damn good. It did, yep. it did the trick. It, it does the trick. If it, You wouldn't kick it out of bed. Yeah, right, is, right. Yeah. This is getting off to a sexist start. Right, Sorry, this. guys. <laughs> so, I mean, her films grossed uh, $200 million at the time, which is about $2 billion today. Um, you by know, the I, time of her unexpected death in 1962. I didn't know that she was an actress. No, I, I thought I never saw any of her movies. That's what I'm saying. I thought she. I thought she. I thought she was just a pinup model. I thought she was a model. I mean, granted, me and you are. She would have been insta famous for show. We're in our late twenties. Should have been like yeah. Fashion Nova ad. <laughs> Fashion. Nah, 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 nah. They, they wouldn't put ad. They put the hashtag ad at the end. Oh, that's right. They're like check out this Fashion Nova fit. <laughs> she would have for sure be an influencer. That's for sure. Yeah. So she, like most Instagram models, spent most of her childhood in foster homes. And what would you say? Like most what? What? Like most childhood? What? Like most Instagram models. <laughs> Spent most of her childhood in foster homes. Uh, she actually got married. Her first marriage was at the age of 16. Uh, that was acceptable back then. What was it? In the 60s? So when she was 16? Yeah, it was still early in the she, 60s. Well, the, no, no, that, that would have been like the yeah, 40s. That, that, she died in the 60s. So, it, yeah, it would have been so the 40s. So she got married like around World War II at it, 16. That was much more acceptable back yeah. then. Yeah. That was like, we're all going to die anyway. Yeah. Well, let's get married. Well, come on. The lifespan back then, people were dying in their 60s easily, like constantly. So, I mean, True. in the grand scheme of things, it's not so. So, eventually that marriage would dissolve and she met a photographer, which that I thought led... you were going to, I thought you said pornographer no, there for a second. Photographer. Well. I was like, I want to see it. I mean, it led to a successful pinup modeling career. So, you could say. Yeah, that's not really pornography. No, it's not. Which Back the, then it was probably considered that The modeling career fed into Her fringe character roles on TV Which then eventually Led her to become the main girl The star Of a few movies right Oh so she's an Instagram influencer Yes Yeah that's like that's what they do So she did face a scandal when uh, It was revealed that she had posed For nude photos before she came a star Let me see that But um, instead of damaging her career, it actually resulted in increased interest in her films. Well, yeah. Because every Tom, Dick, and Harry <laughs> was like, who? Naked? What? <laughs> she was also the centerfold of the very first issue of Playboy. The very first? Very first issue. Yeah. Yeah, first ever issue of Playboy magazine. I mean, she I probably knew that, but you know. I mean, that's how iconic she was. They're like, you know what? Let's start this Hugh groundbreaking was like, magazine yeah. and put her in the middle of it. Uh, she was upset about being underpaid and typecast by her employer. So she founded her own film production company in 1954 and decided she dedicated 1955 to building the company and to study method acting at the actor studio. Method acting? Really? What kind of method acting did Marilyn Monroe do? Uh, being a drunk and drug addict. I mean... It's pretty method. Yeah. 
So in late 1955, Fox awarded her a new contract, which gave her more control and a larger salary. Her subsequent roles included a critically acclaimed performance in Bus Stop and her first independent production, The Prince and the Showgirl. Uh, Monroe also, she won a Golden Globe for Best Actress Actress for her work in Some Like It Hot. The Best Mattress? Is that what you said? I mean... I mean, sex workers are not mattresses, I, Christopher. I wouldn't... I wouldn't call her a sex worker, per se. I not mean, that there's anything negative with that. Yeah. I, I mean... I get it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anyways... Uh, Monroe's troubled private life received much attention. She struggled with substance abuse, depression, and anxiety. Her second and third marriages to Joe DiMaggio <coughs> and playwright Arthur Miller were highly publicized and both ended in divorce. Come on, it's Joe fucking DiMaggio. Of course it's publicized. I mean, Joe DiMaggio. On uh, August 4th, 1962, she died at the age of 36 from an overdose of barbiturates at her home in Los Angeles. Overdose. Although Monroe's death was ruled a probable suicide, several conspiracy theories have proposed in the decades following her death. So, what are the cons- the conspiracy theories? I would assume are gonna say that she was murdered. Well, let's say that most conspiracy theories. <laughs> spring up because there are lapses in the evidence that's already proceeding. So maybe we should look at her death and see what's missing and then figure out where the conspiracy theories fill the holes. So pure, pure okay. Go go with the evidence. All right. So Marilyn Monroe's housekeeper. Housekeeping? Eunice Murray. Did she need more lemon pledge? Misa Monroe? No, no, this was the 60s. Their housekeepers were still... Uh, they're, they're, let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> Eunice Murray uh, slept at the movie star's Los Angeles home on the night of August 5th, 1962. Murray became concerned because she woke up at 3 a.m., but the light was still on in Marilyn's room. So after she checked the door, it was locked. Then she started to knock and yell her name. She checked in the bedroom window and saw that she looked like she was knocked out, but she wasn't responding when called. Mm-hmm. So when she became truly concerned, she called Dr. Ralph Greenson, which is Monroe's psychiatrist. Greenson, uh, was it her psychiatrist? I thought it was her. Yeah, because okay. her psychiatrist also yep. told Eunice Murray to keep an eye on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Beforehand, I got it mixed up. I thought it was general so, practitioner, but yeah. So then the psychiatrist rushes to her home, and he breaks through her bedroom window. He climbed through, and he found her naked under the sheets, clutching the telephone. He said she appears to be dead. Uh, her bedside table was littered with medicine bottles, which prompted him to call her physician, uh, Hyman Engelberg. Hyman. H Y M A N. I don't know how. Hyman. Hyman. Hyman Engelberg. Hyman Dinkelberg. Hyman Engelberg. All right. Dr. Hyman. (laughs) He pronounced her dead and then phoned the police who arrived around 4.30 in the morning. But uh, reports that I hear, well, they're pretty consistent with what you said, but 
there she had pills on her bedside, but they were neatly kept. It wasn't like they were just sprawled about. But there was a lot of bottles of pills. Yes, there was a lot of bottles of pills, but I said there was a myriad of medicine I'm, bottles. I, I understand that. I'm not trying to say not that they were ex- askew in any way. I'm not saying that you were wrong, but you kind of have to. If somebody, it was ruled a, a drug overdose or possible suicide. You imagine them all toppled over and pills everywhere. If you're just if you're like killing yourself, you're just you're taking a bunch of them. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. care what it looks like. It was neatly kept. And if you can make a cocktail of sorts, the better. Yes. Right. And another thing that <clears throat> alarmed them or that was weird is there was no water and or alcohol anywhere near. So she just fucking dry swallowed them. They said it was like 64 pills or some shit like that, right? Something crazy. Something like that. Yeah. I think it was like 40. Yeah. Which is enough um, to kill a horse. Yeah. Her body was taken to the coroner's office where an autopsy was uh, autopsy Autopsy was performed the same day. Toxicology report. Came back later that night, showed her blood contained the sleeping pill chloral hydrate, and her liver showed the presence of barbiturate nebutal. Nebutal. Uh, the levels were much higher than the fatal dose, and the pills had been ingested within a short period of time, so the coroner ruled that it was a probable suicide. Yeah. The pills had been ingested in as little as a minute. Can you dry swallow pills? And well, yeah, I guess so. You could. Yeah, I mean, if you're used to it, there's a lot of people out there I know that can. I mean, I could dry swallow Advil, but I mean, I'm not doing fucking forty of them in a minute. You know what I mean? But why would she kill herself? Well, you said she suffered from anxiety and depression, correct? I mean, a lot of people. I would assume that about. A good 75% of suicide is because of anxiety and or depression, you know, that, well, that seems like a good enough reason for most people to, to end it, you know? Look, friends, friends of her, among others, soon began claiming that the official report was a lie and that there's a cover up and that she'd been murdered. In fact, James Bacon, who saw her only a few days before her death, said she was in high spirits. He said... She wasn't the least bit depressed. She was talking about going to Mexico. This another friend, huh? This sounds a whole lot like our Jimi Hendrix episode. That's what I was thinking. It's in, it's like uh, except for red wine. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it, much. The it's same. different, but the way you, you all all happy and yeah and yeah, all and the friends were like, doing oh yeah, this, they're yeah. super positive. Like yep. Pat Newcomb said. Uh, That's a hell been, of a name. She had been with remote, uh, Monroe the night before her death, and they made plans to go to the movies the next day. Marilyn was in perfect physical condition and was feeling great. Uh, she also rekindled her romance with Joe DiMaggio and was excited about several new projects that had been offered to her, as well as her being rehired on Something's Gotta Give, which is the movie that never came out because she died in the middle of fucking making it. Something's Gotta Give. Mm-hmm. Is that you know? Yes, had never released because yeah. Yeah, so the autopsy report was also treated with suspicion upon its release. Although Monroe died after supposedly ingesting a large number of pills, there was no trace of any capsules in her stomach. And we'll get to that later. Yes, but so that's very fishy. Even the junior medical examiner who performed the autopsy, Thomas Naguchi, had <laughs> <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> 
I'm so fucking immature. His name is literally. <laughs> I know. I see it. His but Thomas I mean, No Gucci. <laughs> N O G U C H. How do you not have a Gucci, man? No like, Gucci. You gotta, you gotta have. So he had enough doubts to call for the case to be reopened. The guy yeah. who performed the autopsy. Uh. More on that, the deputy coroner who signed on Monroe's death certificate eventually claimed she that he did that under duress. Mm-hmm. So he signed the death certificate under duress. Uh, soon more people grew concerned that the death of Marilyn Monroe was neither accident nor suicide, but murder. Moida. Moida. So who would have the motivation besides, I mean... The Kennedys! Oh, okay. I guess we'll jump in right to the jump in right to the meat of it. So, the Kennedys. Why would the Kennedys have any reason? They're well, a very successful family. Uh JFK we're not, is We're in, not talking Jackie. JFK is in office. Um Bobby is a high rank well he he wasn't an attorney general. He was a uh Yeah, he was. Was he the attorney general? Yeah. I right. thought I think so, but Bobby was Bobby was also a high-ranking member of the uh, in the government. Well, what? So you know they're what motivation? Brothers by blood, but did you also know they're Eskimo brothers? What they Eskimo brothers? They Eskimo they, brothers. Son. They, they both they both banged out Jackie. No, both allegedly had sexual relations with one what? Marilyn Monroe. I had no idea. A fact she reportedly divulged to her close friends and psychiatrists. Oh, Mr. Greenenbaum or whatever the fuck his name was. I can't remember his name at the moment, but yeah, sure. Greenenbaum. Greenson. Greenson. Ralph Greenson. I, I like Greenenbaum better. It makes him sound more... More doctory? Yeah. More doctory? <laughs> According to some theories, Kennedy the Kennedy brothers became terrified that the increasingly unstable Marilyn Monroe would reveal their affairs and thus had her killed. Most of them uh, believe that the murder was committed through a fatal injection of barbiturates, a theory seemingly supported by the lack of capsules found in her stomach. And there was also a small mysterious bruise that was never explained on her lower body. So there's there's a book that's out that came out that goes into detail um, that says, uh, I think it's called, Mer- uh, I, I want to get it right. Let me look it up real quick. But it's basically, <laughs> oh, really? but it's basically uh, Marilyn Monroe uh, murdered, yada, case closed type of thing. And it comes out with a lot of eyewitness reports that <clears throat> that were there at the time that her body was discovered and goes into details about uh, stipulations as to how this happened and things like that. So it, there's more out there than just kind of like, hey, you know. Well, like some of the country's most powerful men were using Monroe as a pawn against each other pretty much at this point in time. See, I I feel bad about this episode too at the same time because it's kind of I feel like it's defacing her a little bit because it doesn't uh paint the best picture of her. Y- yeah. When I started reading into this, I was like, fuck. They really drag her through the mud. Yeah, in yeah. every aspect. They were like, yeah, 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 you give her some uh, you know, some liquor and some pills and she'll fuck anybody. 
pretty much is basically yeah. the gist of most of this research uh, which is upsetting I'll, yeah uh you know people were afraid that monroe would eventually break her silence and then one of the groups decided to silence her forever it's so, the gist of most of these conspiracies. Exactly. So, I mean, let's go into detail why why it would be the Kennedys. Yes. So let's. So Bobby Kennedy, younger brother of JFK. OG Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> Bobby Kennedy got involved in a messy a messy sexual affair with Monroe in the summer of nineteen sixty two. That year sounds familiar. Give or take. Um when he was sent out to Los Angeles for his brother Jack to convince the screen goddess that screen it, goddess, it's not my words. That's off of the article that I read off of a very reputable source. Um, Daily Mail. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Um, so he basically he he was there to convince the uh, to convince Monroe not to talk or to stop calling the White House. To try to talk to the president because at the time she said it said that she was also having an affair with JFK, which is Happy birthday, Mr. President, which is much more well documented that yeah. JFK and Marilyn Monroe got down. I mean, it's all speculation, but more people are like, yeah, that that happened. And Jackie O had to put up with it and things yeah. like that. So. <laughs> He he went there to uh, to basically silence her. Uh, as I showed you a picture earlier, as most men would do, Bobby fell under her spell and slipped into the bedroom with Marilyn. Um, Lo and behold, see this is where I feel like it's kind of dragging her through the mud. He just just tripped yeah. and fell into you, bed with her. Exactly. Like you know he was trying to make some shit happen. He was, he was trying like, to hit that. He was like, "Yo, she's fine." He was like, "What's going hey, on?" Girl. You can't have my brother, but what about me? You know, I'm yeah. I'm the I'm the new hotness. You're you like a nice thick vanilla shake. You don't need old busted no more. You need new hotness. That's right. Is what you need. Um, apparently it wasn't Bobby's intention, uh, but that evening, Lies. but that Lies. evening they became, they became lovers and spent the night in the guest room of Peter Lawford, uh, that it was later revealed. Peter Lawford will get into oh, a little yeah, bit that's later. Another can of worms. Well, he's involved heavily in what he's the one that killed her. He's involved heavily in I what, mean, what he's involved heavily in what. I have to say so um the that's basically where it started with Bobby yeah. is he's he's there to try to silence her uh not silence her but just keep uh keep her from stop calling the White House cuz GFK's got more pressing issues to worry about he's like, he's the president than, goddamn it then that well instead of that finger it was probably his dick he's the president goddamn it put that back in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so I have another sketch. You shall. You talk. It's you talk. smoky. Um. So the kidding smoky. <laughs> That's a mask reference for you. Those of you who don't know, look it up. Jim Carrey's mask. It's great. Not the Jamie Kennedy bullshit. Not Jim Carrey. The mask. The yep. mask. The mask. Power ties. 
and learn about it. Cameron Diaz. Oh, Cameron Diaz in her prime. And Marilyn Monroe in her prime or Cameron Diaz in her prime? Marilyn Monroe. Hands down. More my style. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron Diaz is hot, but Marilyn Monroe is For more sure. up my alley. Who's um, funnier? I, I've never seen one Marilyn Monroe movie, so I'm saying Cameron Diaz. Me too. Um, anyways, the Kennedy helicopter always landed down at the beach in front of Lawford's Santa Monica Gold Coast home in the Palisades area of Los Angeles. Oh, shit. Jack Kennedy had spent so much time there. I, it says Jack, but I'm pretty sure it means uh, JFK. Um, spent so much time there uh, having extra... I feel like they had a brother, Jack. I think they did too, but I mean, it could have been both of them. I mean, she could have ran a train through all the Kennedys. I mean, they were Irish Catholic boys. They probably had like 18 fucking brothers and sisters. Well, they, there the was fucking a fucking rhythm method. There was a lot of Kennedys out there. Just pray and then you won't have kids. Yeah, that'll do it. Cause we know that's the best, uh, <laughs> form of birth control. Um, so he'd spent so much time there having extramarital affairs with, uh, starlets and movie, uh, actresses and in, in uh, uh, high profile actresses it was dubbed the western branch of the white house apparently there's a, <coughs> a, a john f jack kennedy john f jack kennedy so was JFK. an american outlaw described as the west's last notorious train robber oh this is nicknamed the quail hunter that's the fucking worst From nickname. From 1896 to 1899. How can you be intimidated when you're like, oh, the quail hunter. The quail hunter's after me. Like, oh, okay. So you like, you know. You, you like you hunting hunt small quail animals. And then you sell them at the market. And stuff. Yeah. Like a cool farm to table type yeah. little thing. It's not like the man hunter or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? But anyways, Lawford's house was known as the Western Branch of the White House because the president or Jack, I don't know which one, I think they got like it Like an extension. Up, spent so much time there yeah. screwing other bitches that it was the Western wing of the White House. Um, almost like the, like the Trump Tower. But like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> almost immediately, the affair got very heavy and began seeing a lot of... They began seeing a lot of each other. This is what Lawford said, the owner of the house. Um, and we're talking about Bobby here. Uh, Marilyn shifted her attention uh, from uh, to Bobby and started calling uh, the Department of Justice to get to the Attorney General's phone, basically doing the same thing that she was doing to uh, JFK, to Bobby, calling up these organizations right. trying to get a hold of the person, whatever Kennedy she's screwing at the time or Joe DiMaggio or whatever. You know what I mean? Mr. Um, Attorney general line one. <laughs> exactly. Hello. What you thinking about? <laughs> what are you wearing? A suit. Like, what do you think? You know what, Robert? I just don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I'm having a rough day. Hey, you got, that's a serious one. Yeah, you exactly. have to listen to that. For, you, yeah, you know you got to get all your attention focused. Although Bobby's like, you're a side piece. Don't fucking call me here. But did, was he married? I told you not to call me here. Was Bobby married? I don't know. I don't think he was. Um, but I still don't think he treated her <laughs> serious. I mean, he's fucking no, Eskimo for sure. brothers. <laughs> I, <laughs> she, you can't marry. I mean, you can't be serious with a girl that your Eskimo brothers with your blood brother with, can you? 
That's just weird. I don't think, that's you a, can't marry that's that. That's a weird Thanksgiving. Yeah. You can't it's marry awkward. that. You can't marry that. No. That's that's uh, a hit it and quit it. Toot yeah, and boot it type you, of thing. Yeah, no. That's not a, not a, a hunker down with this one type of deal. But Marilyn thought differently. Yeah, so right, right. So she, she was madly in love with Bobby, who had promised to marry her. Well, he was married. Who promised to marry her and leave Ethel, which is a horrible name. Um, hey. Are you named fucking Ethel? Is your middle no, name Christopher I Ethel McClain? I watched I Love Lucy a couple of times, and that's just a good, solid friend right there. It's a horrible name. I don't care. If you name your kid Ethel, are you just, like, setting him up to be 80 years old at the age of two? Like, I can't call... A Maybe two- that's good. Maybe they have a lifetime of experiences just based on I, their name. Already. I can't call a one-year-old they're Ethel, They're more mature. Dude. Could you call a one-year-old Ethel? Ethel, come here. You feel like come they're here, supposed baby. to kick your ass. Yeah, you should be <laughs> disciplining me type of thing. You know better than me, Ethel. Um... But Lawford said that he was going to, apparently Bobby promised to leave his wife and marry uh, Marilyn at the time. Uh, Despite the Kennedy, this is not my words. This is the article of the Daily Mail. This is. Oh, it was actually the, I guessed it? Yes, you did. Oh, fuck. You did. (laughs) Uh, The Daily Mail, in their words. I'm so good at this. He he said, (laughs) well, I mean, we do the same research. I didn't didn't pull anything from the Daily Mail. We're bound to come across the same article every now and then or research something from the Daily Mail because, let's face it, we talked about. You know what I did? I searched. And I mm. saw that there was a link to the Daily Mail, and I was like, skipped ah, it. Nah, nah. It's actually a pretty good article. All right. But, you know. Let's like, see where it goes. Let's, I'm, I'm open-minded. So, they said, despite, he promised to settle down with her, and she was all for it, despite the Kennedy brothers passing her around like a football. And making her feel like, like a football and making her feel like a piece of meat. That's actually not the Daily Mail's words. That's Lawford's words from that book that I was telling you about. Uh, Marilyn Monroe case closed. Um, it basically Hot comes shit. basically comes out and says that that she was murdered. She's a pig skin. Um, exactly. That was from the book. Uh, but when Bobby began to pull away and saying, I need to get the fuck out of here, Marilyn threatened Bobby with a press conference where she would reveal illicit affairs with Jack, Bobby, and all the dangerous secrets she knew about the Kennedy family and had written down in her little red diary. Oh, <clears throat> shit. Where's that diary? Exactly. So she had a little red diary. Red diary. Um, Communist. What I tell you in the beginning of this, come in full circle here. I'm no, I'm just playing. You. That has nothing to do with it. Damn anything. it. I wanted to have something to do with it. I just made that up. Uh, um, uh, so Bobby demanded to know where the diary uh, was saying we have to know because obviously he's not, he's the attorney general. JFK is in office. His older brother, I think is also a high ranking member of the government. All the Kennedys were in there. It was a family affair. Right. You if can't, they're not bootleggers and they're high ranking. They're trying to officials. get. They're trying to get to the moon. They're not trying to. Uh, oh, they're gonna send Marilyn to the moon. <laughs> All right, Jackie. Boom! Right in the kisser. Pow! To the That's moon. Um, to the moon, Alice. <laughs> Bobby's first response. He's trying to figure this whole situation out. We're gonna see a familiar name here. Bobby's first response was to call Doctor Ralph Greenson. 
Maryland psychiatrist what? who was also sleeping with her in order for, of course he was. <laughs> and ordered him to go public with that affair. So Bobby was trying to keep his hands clean of this whole situation and trying to have uh, Greenson come out and say, hey, she's sleeping with me to divert all attention from the Kennedys right. and basically say, hey, I'm this guy's married and she's doing me while she's also doing this and that type of thing. Just to deface uh, right. Is that deface um, her name, I guess, or drag her, drag her through the mud is the best analogy. Yeah. Um, uh, Lawford just ha- ruins her credibility. Exactly. Uh, Lawford or just puts a bad image out there. Kind of she's do what AB did to himself type of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> that's a football reference for you if you don't watch oh football. Uh, Lawford had learned about her affair with Greenson. Uh, when he listened to tapes from a recording device hidden in Maryland's house by the FBI, among others. So apparently the FBI had bugs in Maryland's house. The Kennedys have yeah. pull in different places and can get things put into in the places that other people can't, which is why they were having an affair with Marilyn Monroe. You know what? Somebody would get caught doing that a few years later. And something called the Watergate scandal. That whole thing. <laughs> I am not a crook. Is it crook or criminal? Crook. Crook. He said crook. Okay. You got it um, right. And uh, at that point, Greason, this is quotes, Greason had thus been set up by Bobby to take care, quotes, air quotes, of Marilyn. So Bobby. So the psychiatrist was. Yeah, Bobby like, was basically. He, yeah, Bobby was just washing his hands of it and being like. I don't have to deal with any of this because I'm um, the he's gonna he's gonna deal with it and deface her name. Um, the revelation would have ended Greason's career as well as send him uh, sent him to prison because uh, she was because you're not supposed to sleep fuck with, with your client. You're a patient. Yeah, because exactly you said exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, but that's a violation, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that whole HIPAA thing. I don't think HIPAA was a thing back then, but you know. Uh, but Marilyn had no intention of mentioning her affair with the doctor. Bobby just made him uh, think that that was the case. So Bobby basically say that Marilyn, Marilyn knows what you're going to do, knows about this, and she's going to come public with that. So Bobby was setting Greenson up to actually retaliate right. or come out with it. Um, Fuck, could you imagine being alive back then? You just steal anybody's identity. You can... Frank Abagnale. All you need... All, Frank, you, all you need is the place they were born and their birthday. Frank Abagnale. And that's bro, it. Like, I'm a pilot. Like, that fucking guy. True maverick. It's it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly. Uh, incredibly. Uh, Bobby made his final visit to Monroe's Brentwood house. Don't know if that's Brentwood, California or Brentwood, California. Oh, so I've been here. Um, I've been here. <laughs> Brentwood I've house been here. on the afternoon of August 4th, 1962. That's a familiar date, isn't that's it? It's pretty close uh, to, uh, <laughs> with, uh, Lawford being outside to have a glass of champagne poolside while Bobby talked to her. So Lawford, was just chilling outside drinking champagne while they handled business. Uh, it turned into a 10 minute argument with Marilyn getting hysterical and threatening that come Monday morning, she was going to call a press conference and reveal it all, which naturally infuriated Bobby Kennedy. Uh, unwilling to accept 
being dismissed, she began screaming, grabbing a small, uh, grabbed a small knife and lunged at Bobby. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lawford who came back inside from, uh, the poolside because he heard them yapping back and forth at each other. Commotion. Grabbed her arm and knocked the knife away before she could stick Bobby Kennedy. Uh, Marilyn's neighbors saw Bobby leave and re-enter later that evening with one of his longtime personal bodyguards from the LAPD's notorious gangster squad who performed illegal activities for the LAPD off the books. So back in the day, they had a... a Midnight Climax? Pretty much. But they they were basically a gangster squad. They, They performed... Uh, LAPD's uh, heavy lifting off the books, like illegally, like it was against like undercover cop type shit. Yeah, but like. it it wasn't right. It wasn't what you. It was illegal. How You're they were essentially doing it. a gangster. <clears throat> exactly. That's why they call it the gangster squad. Yeah. Uh, one of the bon- uh, bodyguards uh, shot Marilyn, and not. It sounds bad, but it's actually an injection. Injected Marilyn in the armpit with an intermuscular. Uh, phenobarbital, yeah, that pentobarbital, nimbutol, which you were talking about earlier, to calm her down. After she was thrown to the floor by Bobby, who was uh, who made this statement to the doctor in the author claim. So the author mm-hmm. said all this. Obviously, this is this is hearsay. It's kind of hearsay, but it's a speculation. Exactly, it's an eyewitness account. They say, but, but what else are we here for? <clears throat> You know, to speculate wildly, What Kyle. do we do here? So speculate away. That shit's weird, bro. Let's keep it going. <laughs> um, so, what you call it? Uh, while she was stunned, Bobby and Lawford rummaged through the house, basically just ransacking the place, looking for that little red diary. They were trying right, to find right. everything that, they, that she had on them. The... Uh, Nimbutol injection wasn't strong enough to calm her down because, as you said earlier, she I don't know if that was a defamation where they're saying that she was a, a drug addict. I don't know if that's well documented that she oh, was a drug it's addict. well documented she was oh, a drug addict. Like, I, I didn't know. Joe it, DiMaggio was like, yeah, you have a problem. Okay. And she was like, has he killed me yet? Okay. I, I didn't know if it was like alcohol. a defamation thing where they're trying to drag her through the mud in order to make this whole thing kind of no, go away. No, she had an issue. I mean... <laughs> Fuck being in foster homes until you're 16 and probably being exactly. in a shitty marriage when you're 16. And, I mean, she yeah. had a pretty fucked up so, childhood. It's safe to say that she has some type of tolerance built up to, to drugs or barbiturates at this point. She's probably come across a couple of barbiturates sure. at some point in her life. So the injection that they gave her wasn't strong enough. So the two LAPD gangster squad partners held her down. Stripped off all her clothes. Don't know why they did that. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, put yourself in their shoes, Kyle. Uh, I'm not doing that, oh, but that's okay. okay. I'm a all good right. human. Right, right, right. right. Put uh, yourself <laughs> in the 1960s shoes. Get over here, say pop. <laughs> Is that the 20s? Pretty sure that was yeah. whatever. This okay. it's neither here nor there, anyway. Christopher. Anyway, um, and gave her so they they. Held her down, stripped of her clothes, and this is where it gets kind of weird. You remember how you were saying about that whole uh, not having any pills in her stomach? Uh-huh. They gave her an enema filled with broken down pills containing anywhere from 13 to 19 nimbutols and 17 chlorohydrates. Enema? Enema. They shoved them up her ass. They chopped up the pills and shoved them right up her ass. 
And as we interesting, as we know, there's no, that it hadn't occurred to me. That's so, really weird. So that's actually stronger than if you were to ingest it orally because well, it bypasses your liver. Well, if you don't know your your anus, really. That's where you absorb like yeah, you 90% of your <laughs> yeah. nutrients right. in your body. If, if not in the small intestine, definitely. In your intestine. To, yeah. In your intestines, you absorb most of the nutrients right. that you need to survive. It gets past your stomach, broken down, and you get your nutrients. Yeah. Um, it goes right in that bloodstream. So Exactly. So <laughs> it's basically, it's an open orifice. They put them in there and it bypasses your liver, which your liver... If you didn't have your liver and you were just to shove alcohol up your butt, which is known in frat terms as a butt chug, if you're just to do that, that will get you fucked up. That gets you way drunker than if you're to actually just drink alcohol. Well, because your liver goes, whoa, 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 and whoa. Helps Where's you out. all this excess going? Hang on. And Stay right here. Let me kill you real quick. Exactly. It helps it out. But then yeah. it you basically, when you drink alcohol, you're poisoning yourself, and that's what gives you all the, the loopy feeling. It's not bad. We really shouldn't be drinking while we're doing this. But, you know, that's what it is. I've yep. discovered that I have what's uh, referred to as a drinking problem. You Apparently... Might. If you drink more than twice a week and you have more than two drinks per drinking session, you have a drinking problem. And Who I'm made that sure up? That's what I have. Um, well, universities. I took the test at, uh, when I started going to the university. But and, what? Uh, <laughs> they decided that I have a drinking problem. And but, I'm okay with that. That's a problem uh, but for them. I mean, like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> so but yeah i mean a lot of people come home and they have they have a have drink a they have a drink at night or something Whatever. like that yeah i mean you drink a lot more than me i'm not gonna say that you have a problem i literally no, but like after i'm done fucking working for 14 hours a day i want a goddamn beer right and fuck me for working three times yeah. a week i'll have three four Five beers, seventeen throughout the week, and then yeah. you know, on the weekends, go nuts. See, I literally probably only drink once a week, and it's when I'm here with the whiskey. And That's we drink about enough. it. Yeah, it's fine. You know what I mean. I don't get drunk. I just get. I feel nice. Lafroig, it's smoky. It's smoky. Um, no, you know what? I'm changing it. It's smoking. <laughs> it is. I That's like it. That better. Yep. New tagline. So, anyways, we got off subject like a motherfucker. Uh, nah, nah, nah. We were talking about butt chugging. So they butt ga- chugs. They they gave her a <coughs> a pill enema that was full of enough barbiturates to knock out a fucking horse. Um, yeah, yeah, to kill a racehorse. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, suffice it to say, this did the trick. And they, yeah. once they, once they knocked her out, they went back to searching for that diary. They're rummaging through the whole house trying to get, cause they don't want these, they don't, they want to figure out what the secrets are. She could just be bluffing, you know what I mean? But they want to know, they have to know what they, what she has on. Them. Wait, so she was fucked up. So, okay. So what they gave her initially wasn't strong enough, but she was still like woozy enough for them to give her a fucking enema. 
No, they they held her down. The two gangster squad LAPD. I don't know if anyone can hold me down and give me an enema forcibly without me like going into like superhuman mother strength lifting a car for her See, child. Um, this is this is going to come across as sexist, but men are physiologically stronger than women in most cases. In that case, in most cases, so if you were to be held down by two. Gangster Squad members, you you would put up a really good fucking fight. Marilyn Monroe wasn't a giant woman. She wasn't big and strong. Like she was she was a dainty woman of the time. You know, she was seen well, she was a sex symbol, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she wasn't she wasn't athletic. She wasn't into lifting weights. She wasn't doing nothing nothing like that. Mm-hmm. She was just she was there to be pretty and go on screen. You know what I mean? Like she she wasn't as strong as like a a weightlifter. She wasn't in the gym lifting weights. Right. She's not going to be as strong as two LAPD gangster squad members. Those guys sound like they're big and fucking strong. You know what I mean? They well, they also put their pants like way up over their waist and everything. Yeah, this is the forties. Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, it's the sixties. Yeah, sixty-two. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I mean, they were they were hip with it. You know. They didn't exactly have a gym. They had a health club membership, which is where you go do a steam with a bunch of other dudes naked. That's not gay. No. Not at it's all. It's called being healthy. Because everybody knows having a steam. Steam's good for when you got a cold, but you know. I mean, it probably just does just as much good as banging the same girl as your brother. I'd rather do that. <laughs> be honest with you. You'd rather be the Kennedys in this situation. Well. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather be anywhere naked with a girl than naked with a bunch of men. Well, JFK needs another girl like he needs a hole in the head. Boom. Oh. <laughs> so, um, they're, they're looking for this diary. Uh, Kennedy Lawford and the two bodyguards left the scene at 1030 p.m. And the incessant barking of Maryland's white Maltese terrier, MAF is the fucking name, M-A-F. Uh, around- Mafia Bunny or whatever the fuck It was like the full name I didn't read that yeah, deep into it Yeah but- it was like uh, Mafia Honey I think yeah. is the name of that dog But it's Math for short Yeah, Aroused suspicion of her housekeeper Anise Murray And Murray's son uh, Norman Jeffries Who came over to find out what was going on um, So This is where our stories kind of divulge uh, Not divulge They uh go in there's a fork in the road they go two different directions uh they discovered moreau laying across the bed with her head hanging over the edge of the guest cottage and called an ambulance miss murray suspected it was an overdose um schaefer the ambulance attendant uh what was this ambulance attendant james edwin hall was first on the scene about midnight and threw Monroe and onto the floor. I wouldn't say throw her, probably set her onto the floor and proceeded to give her closed chest heart massage. So CPR. Um, well, palpitations. I don't know what CPR stands for, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, she was naked. This is a statement from him. She was naked. She had no sheet, no blanket. There was no water glass, no alcohol, we ascertained that her breathing was very shallow, so she was still alive when they found her. Mm-hmm. Uh, her pulse was very weak and rapid, and she was unconscious at the time. 
Her bedside table had pill bottles, all neatly capped, no water, no alcohol. Uh, as I bent over her, it hit me. There was no vomit, unusual uh, unusual with an overdose, which is what uh, the woman managed to tell us that she thought was wrong. So that's what Murray told the ambulance attendant that she thought was wrong. Um, there was no odor of drugs in her mouth, another classic symptom of OD. Uh, she didn't have any symptoms of overdose other than almost being dead. Um, this discredited any theory that she had ingested uh, 64 pills in a suicide attempt. Uh, Hall stated that her external, uh, the external heart massage, and what you call it, started uh, an external heart massage and got her breathing again. He worked in the airway, basically putting, uh, what do they call those, tracheotomy? Yeah. Putting the thing down the throat. The trach. Um, that's it. Yeah. Uh, down her throat and Liebowitz, who is another, uh, was the other ambulance tech, uh, ran to the ambulance for uh, resuscitation equipment. Uh, Liebowitz was about to retrieve the stretcher from the ambulance when a man appeared in the doorway. It was Greenson, who firmly stated, I'm her doctor. Give her positive pressure. Don't know what that means. I'm assuming that means take her off the equipment and do it manually um, because the uh the EMTs uh, thought that was really weird. Uh, they stated, Jesus Christ, I, uh, I, I thought, what's wrong with you? I've got a machine here that's doing a great job of that. Why take her off it? Hall remembered. So mm -hmm. the resuscitation machine that they got going on is keeping her alive and actually helping her recover. Uh, Hall moved the resuscitator and attached another short length of tube to the airway. The doctor pushed Marilyn's abdomen in the wrong place while Hall blew into the tube. So they're basically doing CPR, but uh, Greenson is pressing, I don't know, I would assume on her diaphragm, but it's not on the chest where it needs to be uh, to start a heart or help mm. with the airway. Um, I know some doctors aren't used, again, this is a quote from Hall. Uh, I know some doctors aren't used to emergencies, uh, but this guy was all thumbs. Uh, that's when he murdered, I've got to make a show of this. So Greenson, while she's dying and they're trying to resuscitate her, he says, I've got to make a show of this. Sounds a little suspicious, don't it? It's very suspicious. Yeah. I'd be like, I got to make a show of this. We need to, we need to make this convincing. Essentially. I never forgot that remark. Christ, let's move on. I said, uh, you can work with her in the back of the ambulance. Uh, Hall at the time, all he wanted to do was get her in the ambulance, get her to a hospital because he wanted to save her. Right. And the resuscitation machine, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still getting over the cold that got us out of the episode last week. Sorry, guys. Yes. Um, uh, he was trying to save her and the machine was doing its job to save her. So he was like, what the fuck, man? Why are you coming in here and doing this? Right. This is when Greenson opened the bag and took out a hypodermic needle with a uh, hypodermic syringe <clears throat> with what? A, a hypodermic uh, syringe with a needle that looked about a foot long. So a big fucking what the fuck? Think of what I mean, fuck got an epidural needle. Yeah, pretty much. He, uh, essentially, that's is what ridiculous. It, is. it gets even worse. He drew uh he drew up a liquid from a bottle with a, a rubber fucking spinal tap out to with, fucking kill this bitch. With, with a rubber seal. Uh, obviously just like a regular bottle um, and filled the syringe. 
He felt his way down her ribs, uh, her ribs like an amateur. And usually a doctor's know right where it's going to be. They can kind of feel it out and then stick where it needs to go. Uh, felt her way down the ribs like an amateur. Then he thrust the needle into her chest, but it didn't go in right. It hung up on a bone. It was on one of her ribs, Hall said. James Hall had worked for the Schaefer Ambers Ambulance Company. Amberson, Amberson Company. Ambulance Company. Ambulance! So this is just basically his, fa- his father was a doctor and he was a Beverly Hills surgeon. His mother was also uh, on the emergency staff in LA based hospitals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hall's an EMT himself. So this so guy he knows everything. This, well, this guy's got experience in the medical field. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, same thing, uh, what you call it? Let me see. So there was a certain point, I think I misplaced the research, but whatever. There was a certain point where uh, Greenson injects the needle and it gets hung up on the bone. And instead of taking it out and retrying to basically uh, put it in the right spot, uh, he basically leaned into it and put all his weight on it and thrust the needle through her bone into basically into her heart and injected this thing. And the guy was like, I've never seen anything like this. This it was, it was brutal. It was grotesque. That's gotta be hard to watch. Yeah. It was grotesque. It should not like, there's no way a trained doctor should be handling a emergency situation like this. I mean, especially trained doctors shouldn't be handling a needle at all, especially not a psychiatrist. It, yeah, exactly, and especially if the EMTs already had the situation under control. Right. So at this point, there were five witnesses to Marilyn Monroe's. I'm going to say it was a murder. Uh, the author writes three out of the five. Ultimately, Lawford and ambulance attendants Hall and Leibowitz state Ralph Greenson was responsible for the death of Marilyn Monroe just because of the sheer. Uh, ignorance and mishandling of the situation. Um, and basically uh, at the, they, they come up with theories as to why uh, if this, if the Kennedys had done this and they had given her that enema of pills, why she would be in a certain situation or why this right, would be like right. this. So, they found her face down and that wasn't by coincidence. So if they had another injection that was put into her, uh, during autopsy, if they, if they die and you put them face down, blood begins to pool where gravity takes it. So if they put them face down and the injection was done on top, they pulled the, the blood pulls down and it starts to hide Mm -hmm. puncture wounds, things like that. So they believe there's, it's not a coincidence as to why she was, placed face down and things like that. It was to cover up her tracks. Um, So getting to the autopsy, LA coroner at the time, Dr. Thomas Noguchi, uh, Noguchi, Noguchi performed the autopsy stated that he looked over the whole body with a magnifying glass and didn't find any needle marks. Even though fuck looks over the whole body with a magnifying glass. I mean, that's probably, they're just saying that, you know, but it's one of those things you just kind of say it. It could be, you know, or they were actually looking over it with a magnifying glass and he couldn't find looking like any... the dad and fucking honey. I shrunk the kids when he's looking <laughs> Rick Moranis. We Rick Moranis in it up right now. <laughs> That's hilarious. When he was on the little floating <laughs> yeah, contraption, he's exactly, like, where are they yeah. at? <clears throat> um, 
he said he couldn't find any needle marks. Um, the EMT Hall noted that Noguchi possibly couldn't find any puncture wounds because Greason had uh, punctured right in the crease of her breast. So if you were to kind of pull the breast up and you have the, the little line underneath, he punctured. He, and he thought girls were icky, so he didn't exactly, yeah. lift up the breast. You know, he put it right in the crease. So didn't it, feel the need to uh, <laughs> um, put a magnifying glass in her crease. Not that crease, but the breast. Gotcha. Yeah. But he's just kind of saying, trying to justify why they didn't find a puncture wound, even though he clearly saw Greenson put a needle into her chest. But then you also said that later on that the uh, the autopsy report was kind of suspicious, correct? Yeah, because there's no capsules in her stomach. No capsules in her stomach. And but- they couldn't find any injection, but there was that mysterious bruise. On her lower body. Yes. So... Like the pubic region, I think. They said. Not the... Not see, the... Uh, that's why, like that's why I'm saying our, our stories differ a little bit. Yeah. Because I have a different... I don't... I mean, the author obviously went into a vast amount of research. See, this but is, I, saw, I saw one r- report that literally said hmm. that they literally took uh, air-filled syringe... And injected it into one of her veins, and she died of an air embolism. Yeah, that'll create an embolism, and you'll die. Yeah, but you're not going to think that it was because of barbiturates. No, but that's where the the enema, the enema kind of comes into play. There was no capsules in her stomach, but that could have got absorbed. It, it, like I don't think there would be very many trace uh, trace amounts of that, or nobody thinks to look up the anus to find. Okay, where's these? Where's right. this? Where's the, where are these barbiturates I mean, coming from? Obviously, you didn't take a magnifying glass into her anus. He didn't. He really didn't. I was trying. I was going to make a sexual joke, but I don't. Let's not. Let's not. There's enough of them in here. Definitely. Um, but there was. Um, see, we took see. the high road there, just for you. Just for you, listener. Just for you, listener. <laughs> Shitheads. Um. Life magazine photojournalist Lee <laughs> Lee Weiner. Uh, <laughs> what? His name L E I G H Weiner. Like W I E. Anthony, take a step aside. We got Lee Weiner. Lee Weiner. Uh, bribed. Lee Weiner. He. So this photojournalist bribed the uh, Mr. Weiner. Bribed uh, the county morgue staff to with get this. He bribed them with a bottle of whiskey to get inside and photograph Marilyn Monroe after hours after death. Uh, her body showed cy- do it. cyanosis, which is blue or purple coloration of the skin, which is consistent with needle injection. Uh, you'll see little streaks of blue running through the body. That's how Monroe looked to me when I saw her, he said. So he's he's interesting that I don't know if it was in the lower body. Don't know if it was under the breast. Whatever. It, it doesn't specify. Uh, chief of police, what you call it. So this all seems real convenient for getting rid of the situation. It's even going to seem more convenient when you figure out that Chief William Parker, the police chief in L.A., liked Bobby Kennedy and his staff on organized crime as well as his embrace of the same Catholic faith put him in alignment with each other. 
So he refused to assign a full-time detective uh, team on Monroe's case and initi- initiated a shocking cover-up. So if that's not enough to make you question, at least question the circumstances of her death, I don't know what is. I mean... So did I essentially say everything that you, you were going to say? It's, or I'm, is it... My thing is... You can't pinpoint who who done it. You can't pinpoint who done it, but the Kennedys had they had all the pull. Let's face it, they had all the pull in. You want to talk <laughs> motive? They had all the pull in the U.S. at the time, uh, because they basically owned the government. They can pull off because, anything. Well, one of them was fucking president. So. And then the other ones, the attorney general, and I think there was another one in a high ranking position. They can pull off any type of cover up they wanted to and sweep it under the rug like it's nothing. What about so, the mob at the time in the sixties? The mob was fucking killing it. Literally. Yeah. Quite literally. The mob. The mob could have been after Monroe to get to JFK because he. They thought that the alleged plan out there in SoCal was to film Monroe in a threesome with JFK and Bobby. No, I'd see. And then use that tape to blackmail the president into invading Cuba and return the island casinos back to organized criminals. That's where, well, I mean, that does make a whole lot of sense, but that's where I would draw the line. Hey, I've played catch in the backyard with my brother with a football. Listen. You said they were tossing her around like a football. Listen. If it... If you and again, I'm not fucking the football. You certainly aren't. Your brother might have, but you're you're not. The uh, no comment. It's just a joke. He knows I'm joking. Fuck off. <laughs> if if you and your brother came came, uh, we're put in a situation. Nice. We're put in a situation where there was a girl that. Liked you both and was like, hey, I want both of you right now. I guarantee you would say no. Take a hike. Yeah, you're not you're not Eiffel Tower in that together. Be like, hey, brother. <laughs> high-fiving <laughs> each other. Tower. You know what I mean? You're not doing that. That's where I would draw the line. I mean, if it's if it's your friend, it's one thing. If it's your brother, that's a little weird. Even if it's your friend, it's weird. It is. I, I could not imagine having a threesome with I you. Can, no. I wouldn't want to. Anyways. I'm glad we came to that agreement. <laughs> yeah. Let's that, continue. That way I'm not knocking on the door like, hey, what's going on in here? So the CIA could have killed her to send a message to Kennedy about communism. See, I told you she was, she was a Russian spy. Well, allegedly spy. that all of her friends were pretty pro-communism. What? Apparently. Okay. That's what that theory suggested. All right. So I'm assuming if the CIA killed her, (laughs) that it was to send a message to Kennedy. Which the CIA could have killed Kennedy also. Well, I think we established that. Just six years later. I thought we established that the CIA killed Kennedy, but, you know. You know, but if if you don't believe us, then listen to that We have two episodes. uh, Oh, shit, we do. The Kennedy assassination. So go listen to him. 
Do it. it. Lee Harvey Oswald didn't act alone. No, there's no fucking way. <clears throat> but the mob sounds intriguing because they would they wouldn't want it under. Hey, she did. She did go with Sinatra for a little while. But was Sinatra involved in the mob? I mean, he was in the Rat Pack. Duh. So, you know, it's all blue eyes, man. He was involved in the mob. He's okay. A, no, he's a saint. Look, you know who gave her that she, dog? Uh, Math. And that's why his name AKA is AKA Mafia. Mafia, honey. You know who gave her that dog? Joe DiMaggio, because he's no, a good Frank boyfriend. No, Frank fucking Sinatra, who met uh, Man, Marilyn Monroe because he's a friend of Joe DiMaggio. I feel bad for Marilyn Monroe. And he Monroe. met her when he was still uh, in, he was still married to Ava Gardner, and then he had an affair with her in 1960. Ava Braun? No, Ava oh, Gardner. Gotcha. He's not Hitler. What? After, so they had an affair in 1961. And then Monroe talked about marrying Sinatra, but Sinatra broke it off in the fall of 1961. So, there's a running theme in this episode. Every time she has an affair with somebody... She wants to marry them. Seems like she falls deeply in love with somebody, with them. So she has borderline personality disorder. Yeah, I think she's one of the... And she probably killed herself. She's one of them... uh, I don't know about that one. She's one of those chicks that... uh, one of those chicks that is the bullet that you dodged. You know what I mean? Borderline personality yep. disorder. You're either all good or you're all bad. Right? Yeah. You're the best thing that ever happened to me or you're the fucking worst. Fuck you. You're the devil. Yeah. But the thing I don't get, if that's the, the if that's what oh, the she actual... would have killed one of those guys if she was the actual borderline. Yeah. But if this was the actual diagnosis and she killed herself. There's no there was no capsules in her stomach. The autopsy states that there was there was no signs of it, it was assumed to be an uh, overdose, but there was no there was no barbiturate capsules in her system and if you took I mean, if she you could have been doing bloodstream injections. She didn't have fucking brace tracks all up and down her arm, you know what I mean? Like No. She was a Hollywood starlet. She's not trying to like you would clearly Maybe that's see that. Why she would want to hide them because she's in a lot of pinups and stuff like that, where she doesn't have a lot of clothes on. So she would have to, if she was injecting, what, drugs, putting it in between her to toes or some shit under her breasts or something like that, in a place that's inconspicuous, right? Inconspicuous. I mean, that's that's a good point. If you're in a photo shoot, no one's taking shots that are under your breasts. Or in your pubic region in the 60s. Uh, I was about to say. I in the like, 60s. Have you been on it's the It's not inter- Instagram. Have okay? you been on the internet recently? I have. Because those are easy to come by. <laughs> As you just showed me with our, our current uh, person that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. She was pretty. I, I looked up the centerfold that we talked about earlier. It looked pretty good. Racy. For the time. For, for the time. I mean, it's Playboy. Hef had it figured out, dude. He was like, Hugh this, Hefner, is gonna, this is going to sell. You know, call it dirty if you will. But he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And he did it till the day he fucking died. Yeah, he did. I mean, yes, technically it's pornography, but it's like Playboy is still like classy. It's not like. They still got articles. Yeah, what I'm talking about, it's not like it's not like Penthouse or Hustler where it's just like. 
Here's my Pussy. here's this bit you could see in you could see the cervix from here type of thing. Playboy's not like that. It's like here's a tasteful image of a nude woman. You don't gotta Have see fun. it all. I think that's yeah. what makes it sexy. You know what I mean? You it's gotta leave something. There's some mystery to it. It's like yeah. that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. It's like I wonder. I what's agree. In there. I wonder. That's what makes it the mystery. That's why women like mysterious guys. The same thing. Is that the key to not allowing the nipple on uh, Instagram? Everybody's just that. Let let me see it. I wonder. I mean, everybody knows what they look like. It's not that big of a like secret. You know what I mean? You just want to see what those specific ones look like. Yeah. It's like, are you got pepperoni nips or what you got going on? I feel like it draws more attention than if you just yeah. So I don't. I mean, I understand the free the nipple movement is like the women want to just walk around. I they don't have think the it's same. that big a deal. Who gives not, a shit? It, Germany, it's been like that. Or like places in Europe, it's like that all the time, no matter what. But, I got nipples. You got nipples. We can fucking take our shirts off and it's no problem. But if that, a girl does it, it's all of a sudden. That's that's why I understand why, I it. why women are mad about it. Because it's like, oh, well, these ones are sexualized because... They, I don't. They're different than man. It's not just flat. You know what I mean. It's they should be less sexualized <laughs> because they serve an actual function outside yeah, of sex. They're like that on purpose. You know, they're yeah. they're fun to play with, but I mean, they're there for a reason. They're functional. Ours do nothing. They're just for looks. Literally just for looks. Sensitivity. They're sensual. They're more sensual than a woman's. You you would argue in percentage wise because these are one hundred percent sensuality <laughs> there's our functionality and sensuality are you telling me you like it when your wife pinches your nips while I, she's on top i don't not like it <laughs> i'll phrase it that way just dancing this is you around the bush dancing 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 so but i think i think the kennedy's after because she had secrets in that little... they shoved r- stuff up her butt? She had, Well, they had to knock her out to find the little red diary. They knocked her out and then they shoved stuff up her butt after she woke up. She was like... Rah! And they were like, hold you down. Let, let me crush this stuff up and then shove it up her butt. No, there's no way they you can do that. They knew butt chugging. She was like, oh, good old-fashioned <laughs> butt chug. Okay. <laughs> No. Was it old There's fashioned? There's no way. Was it old fashioned at the time? <laughs> at the time, yeah. I think that was They've been doing break. that shit since cowboys and Indians, bro. <laughs> butt chugs is... Good old fashioned butt chugs. That's a fucking tale as old as time. <laughs> shout cowboys out, and Indians. Shout the, out to Disney Plus. <laughs> I was about to start singing it, but I thought it was a little off. Uh, so you're telling me in like... In 1880 or some odd, back in the wild days when they're, when they're in the saloon, butt chug. The butt quail chug. hunter was butt chugging. Butt chugging, bro. The Kennedy descendants. That's how they learned it. John. John Jack. Quail hunter Kennedy. John Jack quail hunter Kennedy. That's right. That's how they, uh, that's how they discovered it. It's passed down through family lineage. The Kennedys invented butt chugging. Well, if you don't take... Anything else from this episode? Know that butt chucking gets you fucked up. Sure does. Don't try it, folks. And don't butt chug barbiturates. That's probably the last thing you want to butt chug besides maybe like heroin. Wait, okay, so barbiturates. I feel like barbiturates is such like an old-fashioned term. I 
Is that just can, like painkillers? Can I be honest here? I don't know what barbiturates are. I don't know what that means. I know there's some type of drug that get people really I fucked up. I want to find some. I don't because every time we talk about barbiturates, it involves somebody dying. <laughs> Somebody's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to stay that, the yeah. fuck away from those. That's a gateway drug. You know okay, what I mean? Biden. That's- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're typing it up too? Here yeah, we go. Bar- what is a barbiturate? A barbiturate is a drug that acts as a central nervous uh, system depressant and can therefore produce a wide range of effects from mild sed- uh, sedation to death. Sedative and sleep-inducing drugs like Ambien or... Yeah, um, it, sh- it shuts down your nervous system. Okay. And lets you. So, yeah, I mean, people die off of sleeping pills all the fucking time. So... You know, I've probably taken them before if that's what they are, sleeping pills. Hypnotics, anticonvulsants, anxiolytics. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's it does seem like it's crazy, crazy circumstances that are around it. But if... Oh, benzos. Uh, yeah, I got you. Uh, but if, if the Kennedys... If Bobby went there and he failed miserably in which he did to get her to stop talking about uh, JFK and ends up sleeping with her and making her even crazier, uh, it's probably for him to save his reputation and basically save his status and keep it from essentially getting his brother impeached and throwing him out of a position of power they're they want to find the secrets that, that she knows so they where's the red fucking diary yeah so they had to have a maybe there wasn't one maybe she just threatened that there was a diary just to be like hey listen you're like and well, it ended in her you fucking know death. well like a woman saying was it worth it probably not you know like a, a woman saying that she's pregnant but if she to, said that there was no diary then she would have been dead anyway no she probably got smacked up a bit you bitch you know what I mean? Or back tossed around like a football. Back in the sixth. Well, she did that already. Um, apparently, allegedly. Um, but it's not too far off to believe that uh, Bobby and Greenson and uh, well, I don't think Lawson was involved. It was just no. I think it, Greenson killed her on behalf <laughs> of Bobby. The Kennedys. That's what I'm saying. But it's not too far off to uh, believe that they came up with some type of plan in order to get the information. And if they if they had to sedate her, they had some type of way of doing it. Yeah. And, and they're smart enough to figure out that if they do end up killing her off of the sedative, that they're going to have... Uh, they're going to do an autopsy and they're going to try to find something. So to cover up their tracks, they could have figured out other ways in order to have her ingest this yeah. that don't involve oral uh oral ingestion so she doesn't it doesn't show that she did that or it does make a lot of sense that you would force it down her mouth to make it look like it's a suicide but that seems like it's really hard to do if you think it's hard for two full grown men to pin her down and shove shit up her ass It'd be even harder for two full-grown men to pin her down and shove it down her throat because you have control. Yeah, fair enough. You have control over, get the fuck out of here. You can spit it out, you know? Like, you can clench your ass as tight as you want, but 
if you force something up there, it's going to go up there. You know what I mean? That's how, that's that's painful. It sounds horrible. You know what I mean? It had to be forcible. It's not. It's not like they they put it put it in a syringe and kind of like. I feel like anytime someone's trying to jab something up your ass, it's forceful. You know, I've never been in the situation where somebody's tried to jam something up my ass, but I probably wouldn't like it. I never know. I haven't tried it. Right. So you never know. It might be something like, hmm, but Ooh. chances are, I don't think no. I'm going to like it. <laughs> I think nine out of 10 would not recommend. Well, I got to <laughs> conclude here that Bobby decided to kill her and used uh, green some Greenson. to do it. Greenson. Greenson. Isn't that and washed and the Kennedys got to wash their hands of it. Isn't that Greenson a really takes the fall. Isn't that essentially what I just said? In a much No, more, I came up with it by myself. In a much more long drawn out. I came up with it by myself. <laughs>